1: This is the time of giving. It is the season of giving. But how far would you go to give? Would you open your doors to a total stranger? Would you open your home up to a stranger who suffers mental health and addiction issues? Most people would probably say, no, absolutely not. Well, we are got to turn our sights to London, Ontario, which is where we find Dean and Grace DiPetro. And their act of generosity comes eight months after This couple lost their 30-year-old son, Andrew, to mental health and addiction issues. And it comes at a time when they met somebody who needs their help. And it was as simple as a kind gesture, I think mutual trust, and the doors have been opened, and this couple in London now are trying to do for this young man what they could not do for their own son- which was ultimately save him from the grips of addiction. Dean and Grace DiPetro joining me now. Thank you so much. Hello there. Tell me a little bit about, um, I mean, you've obviously gone through a lot with your own son, uh, your own loss, and I'm not sure a parent can ever get over that. I'm pretty sure they cannot. But you you suffer such a huge loss, and then you jog forward to where we are now, which you're now letting someone completely estranged to you Uh, into your home. His name's Jacob. Take me a little bit through what came to this process for you and and your wife, Grace.
0: Well, uh, you know, like I've seen Jacob, you know, throughout my travels, throughout the day, you know, up and down the road, you know, he'd be walking and stuff like that. I've seen him in Tim Hortons. And uh, one night uh, we were going out for dinner with my my wife and my sister-in-law and my son uh, had a, a karate event going on or whatever. We decided, well, we'll go for dinner, and um, so we just decided to go to Tim Hortons. Just uh, you know, we'll have a chili and a coffee, you know, for for supper. And in comes Jacob, and uh, so we had offered to buy him a coffee or anything, you know, it was just. And it was funny because one of the staff members at Tim Hortons had come out and with no reason just started losing her mind on this guy Mm. and my wife kind of looked at him and said no we're we're buying this gentleman a coffee and you know that was it and we started to chat with him and stuff like that and he said that he was staying you know in the woods and he had some items and stuff so we decided well no I'll run to the house and I'll go get him a tent and my wife had a duffel bag in the truck with some, some items, like some clothes and some food and stuff like that, but not necessarily for him. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's how it kind of started. Um, you know, we made him comfortable and we got to know him a little bit, you know, and this had happened you know, for over a, a few weeks. Yeah. And my wife would, you know, uh, during her travels during the day or at nighttime, you know, stop and check to see if he was safe you know, if he was warm and comfortable and stuff like that. And uh, so the one night, you know, I was uh, in my garage. So usually Monday nights I'm in my garage having a round of golf with some friends online. And uh, my wife was on her way back with karate with my son and she swung by the the plaza and he was underneath the little shelter there like trying to keep form. So my wife kind of said, you know, you... Would you like to come to our house? Wow. Um, so she built up that bond with yeah. him over a few weeks and stuff like that. So when she showed up at my house and stuff, uh, our house, uh, he had just kind of dropped his stuff in the garage, figuring he was going to spend the night in the garage. Yeah. And we are like, no, we have a spare room. You no, know, you can have a nice warm shower and and stuff like that. And so it happened. So he was with us for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, we got to know him a little bit. He was kind of shy and stuff, but very, very polite. Uh, You know, he'd help out with the dishes and stuff if he saw something. Um, So we had to leave uh, for the weekend uh, to go to Sudbury. So we kind of had to put him back out on the the street for a week. And um, so when we came back... He showed up on a Tuesday afternoon. He knocked on the door, and my wife kind of took him back in. So on Sunday, I said, well, I'm going to put a post up, because there were people that knew him in the area, and were getting concerned they hadn't seen him in a few weeks. Right. Because he was at our house, right? So I reached out to the community to ask for Um, You know, if anybody can help with some clothes or socks and stuff like that and overwhelmingly the community had reached out. Um, I went and picked up some clothes from another gentleman. Uh, Last night actually there was a lady that called me up last night. Five thirty.
1: Now is he back with you? I don't want to run out of time because I want to make sure. So is he back yeah. now
0: with you? And you know, um, he's right now, and he's supposed to be. Uh, he's in contact. He's made contact with his sister.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's got family close by, as I understand.
0: Christmas. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and he's supposed to go there for Christmas, oh, nice. for dinner and stuff like that. So we, we're just trying to get him back in the right kind of frame of mind, you know, and help him along uh, to make some decisions in his life.
1: Yeah, stability is so, so crucial, uh, certainly if you're afflicted by uh, mental health and addiction issues. And and obviously, um, you know, you've got a massive void in your life. Has it helped you to help Andrew a- and and help um, this young man, Jacob?
0: You know, I, I think maybe subconsciously uh, it, it has helped a little bit, uh, knowing that we can help one person, even though we did try to help our son. mm mm-hmm. Uh, because he, he was really far gone, um, you know, and we tried to get him to help and stuff. But we all know the system is flawed. Um, you know, people just tend to turn a blind eye instead uh, of trying to get to know somebody.
1: So is the idea then he'll stay with you, or is he going to integrate with his own family again?
0: Well, and that's kind of our plan, uh, is to try to get him back with his, his parents. or Like, I know his mother's out east, his father lives right around the corner from us, uh, and his sister doesn't that far as well. So we want to try and slowly try and get the family involved with him and his decision-making as well, and not put the onus on ourselves. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do. It's an enormous responsibility. It's an enormous undertaking, but I know it can be very, very rewarding, and, and certainly um, your story's not told and neither is Jacob's. I hope maybe in the new year we can kind of catch up with you to see how he's doing. But I just think moments like these just kind of remind us that uh, there's a lot of generosity out there. And certainly through your pain and loss of your of your own child, um, you've certainly found a way to, to give back. And I so appreciate you joining us today. Well,
0: thank you very it's much. It's quite a story. Mer-
1: Merry Christmas to you.
0: Merry Christmas to you as
1: well. There you go. It is the act of giving and that to me is like, that's... That's not a small thing.